Joe's Garage. You don't like Joe's Garage. <laughs> A couple members of Frankie Zappa fandom discussing one of his songs at random, followed by another. That's a cover. It's Wheel of Zappa. Welcome to Wheel of Zappa, uh, the uh, the only podcast where we uh, talk about Frank Zappa at random with our guest. Uh, let's uh, let's get straight to it. Today, my guest is uh, Dan Wade. Hey, Alex. Thanks for having me. Hey, Dan. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Finally, I know we've been uh, we've been talking about getting you on for a, a couple of months now, and I'm glad you. We were finally able to coordinate schedules. How are you well, doing? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. I've been a big fan of the show. I'm glad. Uh, so do you have a history with Zappa? I mean, a, a little bit. Um, you know, my, my first real memory of Zappa was like 1982. Because uh, that's when Valley Girl was out and uh, Moon Unit performed Valley Girl on Solid Gold. Wow. And uh, for, for your younger viewers who don't know what Solid Gold was, mm-hmm. uh, it was basically you know, the top 10 songs of that week uh, with a bunch of dancers and leotards just hopping around on stage. That sounds awesome. It was pretty wild. Uh, I, I pulled up a clip at, at random uh, when I was getting ready for this, and, and mm-hmm. they're dancing on stage, and the announcer says, the number one hit this week is by a hard rock group called the Jay Giles Band. Oh, my God. Here's Centerfold. <laughs> oh, wow. But Moon, wow. Unit, but Moon Unit came on and, and lip-synced Valley Girl and all these dancers who clearly thought she was just absolute scum were... We're playing along with. Oh my god! Uh, So there was that, and then you know, you know, I listened to Doctor Demento a lot, and Dancing Fool was on Doctor Demento. Gotcha. Uh, Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I think by by the eighties, a lot of the uh, a lot of the air had gone out of the uh, Zappa bag. (laughs) I think he was just trying trying to find a way to get paid now and then. Yeah, that's. so that is that. Uh, so, did you ever go through a phase where you tried to get into Zappa at all? The only time I, I know re- you as kind of a music guy. Well, no. <laughs> the only time I really tried to get into him was a couple of years ago uh, when uh, Sharpling and Worcester did that that skit where Bryce really got into Zappa. Yes, and he's okay. going around singing jazz fart, jazz fart. Everybody's <laughs> doing that jazz fart. It's like, okay, they're dropping references to all these songs. I better at least mm-hmm. know what, what I'm listening to. So you know, I put Joe's Garage on a couple of times just so I can know what I'm talking about. I got to say, and this is uh, – for having for a guy with a Zappa podcast, I have some pretty controversial Zappa opinions. Uh, my number one Zappa opinion being that Frank Zappa was already hosed by 74. <laughs> <laughs> I now do you do you get blowback from the the real fans when 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 you do that yes absolutely because the real like most real zappa heads are huge fans of his stuff from when he got into jazz and really got from when he went solo and i think that probably the last one that's fun is 
the one right before Shake Your Booty. I would think Sleep Dirt is probably the last fun Zappa album. This is 1979. Okay. He had, yeah. Okay. So he had he had ten good years uh, from 69 to 79 of of putting out recorded music, and then I think he got high on his own supply and uh, just got too sick of being famous, and it made him worse. See, I, I really respect you coming out and saying that because I know. I know your show gets listened to by a lot of the true believers mm-hmm. and you know, I've, I've seen the hate tweets that you get. Uh, yeah. I mean, but there are thousands of, as you know, thousands of podcasts where people talk about Zappa's later stuff uh, with oh, yeah. a lot of reverence. And I think it's, uh, it's important that they have sort of a, somebody from the, the opposite side. Cause I, I think my main thing with Zappa is that like 1969 Zappa is mad at America and 1981 Zappa is mad at women. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, we'll see what the wheel has for us later. Hopefully it'll get us something from the good era of Zappa. But as you know, not up to me. It's up to the wheel. Uh, so what, <laughs> yeah. So what, what song have you brought for us today? Well, I hate to, I hate to sound all basic here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I'm surprised you've gotten this far. How many episodes have you done now? We have done 40 episodes. This is actually episode 40. I'm so amazed it hasn't been year. taken, but I, I'm going to go with Dancing Fool. Okay, Dancing Fool off of Chic Your Booty. It's 1979, just right on the tail end. Right there, right there on the edge. Right on the tail end of what I would call the acceptable Zappa zone. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we uh, so let's uh, let's get right into it. Let's uh, everybody take a second, listen to Dancing Fool. Jazz part, jazz part. Everyone's listening to the jazz part, jazz part, jazz part. Everyone's listening to the jazz part, and it goes on to this solo that's in like I don't know nine one time or something or nine two, and then it goes into this. Then after a while, it goes into like a straight rock beat, you know, which is him pretty much making fun of everybody because his fans didn't get him because they were so stupid. A lot of cool stuff in this song. Uh, yeah, yeah. I like the marimba. <laughs> it's a little, it's a little jarring. <laughs> it's not something that you expect, but uh, it's Zappa. Come on, what are you gonna? Do? Right. I think if you're gonna hear Zappa, you're gonna hear some some. Pretty wild guitar, and then you're also going to hear a marimba. I, I like how the first you know minute and a half of this song, uh, it's it's pretty much a straight song. It's pretty much mm. four four. Anyone could sing this, and then right. things kind of go off the rails. Of course, he <laughs> he loves to do that. Of course, we all know. And our favorite thing about Zappa is that he's sort of the time wizard. He uh, he loves to <laughs> sort of change time signatures. Uh, seemingly at random, uh, but always with a, uh, a a greater plan in mind. <laughs> I, I've, I've got to tell you, I I listened to this song, like I said, off of Doctor Demento as a kid. But it took me years to hear the full song because yeah, because what would happen? Doctor Demento was on from eight to ten, yeah, and I had a very strict nine o'clock bedtime. Oh, so here's what you do. I had a 90-minute cassette, and from 8 to 9, I was recording on side one and pausing at every commercial so I could put the full hour in. Then at 9 o'clock, I put side B in, hit record, and go to bed. 
which meant the last 40, 15 minutes of the show I never heard when he was doing the oh. Funny Five countdown. So whenever Dancing Fool was on the Funny Five, I'd hear maybe the first minute and the tape ran out. Of course. And it's not and it's like I could, thing. it's not like I go, go to the library and get, shake your booty. Yeah, that well, just... right. It's a, it is a good thing that this isn't like Zappa's other songs, which are all nine, nine and a half minutes long. <laughs> right. Uh, you would have only caught 10% of it. So, yeah, it was one of those things when it, it took me 20 years to hear the rest of the song. It's like, oh, wow. so, that, so that's it. Got it. Oh, was it, did it hold up? <laughs> you know expectations of what the rest of the song is going to sound like what would you know when you're a kid and throwing in the blanks <laughs> it, it, uh he came up with a better ending to it than i did I was yeah like, that makes sense I, I was like and then i learned to dance and everyone liked me the end <laughs> <laughs> that is sort of tonally not what zappa goes for what did I know? I was yeah. eight years old. Well, that's very true. Yeah. So that was the one that got me. And you know, it seems like Dancing Fool comes up in popular culture now and then. Uh, every now and then someone will sneak it into a movie, it seems like. And, and it's like, oh, okay, okay. That makes I, sense. I know where you're going. So what do the true believers think about Dancing Fool? Is this like? Is this like... Touch of gray when it comes to Grateful Dead fans are like, oh, that's not real. It's like, yeah, I think it's probably like how they might be Giants fans feel about Birdhouse in Your Soul. It's like, yeah, it's one of the novelty songs, but it's not really, you know, uh, if you really want to get into their good stuff, you wouldn't. That's not really an example of it. Okay, I think is probably what the the real the real heads would say. But I personally love it. I like Dancing Fool a lot. I think it's a lot of fun, and I don't think that you need to be. Uh, I don't know. I. I like when Zappa's having fun and he's not so clearly mad at music. <laughs> Seemed like he was always mad at his audience. Yeah. What's what's up with that? Uh, you know, he uh he found himself in the unenviable position of being the weird guy that Squares knew about. Um so he he had a sort of a different a crossover success that he maybe wasn't anticipating and that maybe is why he soured on the whole deal. Mm. Uh, because even on his like 90 or his 69 album, uh, the song plastic people, there's a line that's take a walk and walk around, watch the Nazis run your town, then go home and look at yourself. You think we're talking about someone else? (laughs) (laughs) Just like, he's just like, if you, are living in America, you're complicit. And look, is he wrong? Of course not. <laughs> but he also was very, like, very mad about that kind of thing. He was, uh, yeah, and like I said, in, in, in the 60s, that anger was directed in sort of a cool way against, like, the U.S. government. And then as he went on and became more detached from those kinds of problems, uh, <laughs> he became... <laughs> a rich guy but didn't stop being mad the only people left to turn that against were his audience okay that tracks yeah yeah Uh, the other option and i'm just spitballing here is Mm -hmm. maybe try not being mad at people for a while you know you'd think you'd think that that would have crossed his mind but i don't know it seems like it didn't i don't know so yeah dancing full 
tell me some some of the background about this because you know I'm I'm just a casual listener. I, is this is this like a classic lineup of of his his band or is he doing all of this track by track himself in the studio? What what's going on? Here? Um, I believe that this one was not recorded. This is post Mothers. <laughs> Um, the last, I think he stopped doing stuff with the mothers around six, 76, I believe. Um, or at least they stopped being credited. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so this is him striking out on his own. He's been doing that for like four years and it is on one of the albums that people will recommend to you when you ask how to get into Zappa. It's on Sheik Your Booty, uh, which has such, which has Bobby Brown Goes Down on it, which is a classic <laughs> uh, that people like a lot. And then Dancing Fool is the other surprise hit off this album. Um, help, help me out. Is there a good Zappa documentary out there? Something there, to get someone started. They actually just put one out. They just made a Zappa movie like this year. All right. And I uh, I have not seen. I'm waiting for our hundredth episode. We're going to do a special episode about it, uh, where we we record a commentary track on it. Uh, we're really excited for that. You know, going to try and uh, use that to launch our Patreon. But you know, that's in sixty episodes. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. It'll be here before you know it, man. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I know he made a film himself. Well, there a there's a surprise. The yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, there was a film about the mothers called Uncle Meat. <laughs> Um, <laughs> let me see. Well, I guess it's Uncle Me. Okay, yeah. There was also a double album that went with the film, naturally. Uh, oh my god, it wasn't released until 1987. Um, but it was a making of documentary showing rehearsals and background footage from 1968 and interviews with people oh. from the production. Yeah. Why, why would album- we want to see rehearsal footage? <laughs> man it's just the real freaks they want to know how the sausage gets made because they love the sausage uh uncle meat actually is one of my favorite zappa albums it's the one probably that i listen to the most uh after maybe after absolutely free i just i like the uh i like the silly stuff did speak speaking of meat did you see what our governor said this morning Ugh, no he was he was at a, a livestock expo and he said Colorado is having a meat-free week next week. In Oklahoma next week, it is all meat. Oh, no. Don't say that. And he put it in all caps. All meat week. Oh, God. It's all meat week, guys. Well, get your fucking Jordan Peterson diet ready. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to be just slick with sweat for seven full days. I don't think he understands that the the less of it that we eat, the more we can sell. Hey, yeah, this is sort of, we need to start doing a sort of Chick-fil-A cows situation where we tell Oklahomans to quit eating meat so that we can sell it to the rubes in other states. It's kind of the anti-bluebell phenomenon. Mm -hmm. We eat all we can can and sell the rest. We're just going to say. We eat none so we can sell more. You ever tour that Bluebell factory? I did not. I passed through that town, and they were closed for some reason, but I stopped at a little diner and had a dish of vanilla, just so I could say that I had. Good. It's right by my grandma's house. I grew up in Broken Arrow, so it's like right by Coweta. 
Oh, I was thinking of the town in Texas. Oh, there is a Bluebell factory in Oklahoma as well. No way. Yes. Were they the one that had the drip in the roof that caused the giant roof fall? Oh, almost, of course. I would say that there's no way that it wasn't that one, because I do remember touring it as a kid and going, ooh. But boy, oh boy, is that ice cream good. It's good stuff, man. You know who else loves the blue bells? Uh, the blue bells of the Glockenspiel is uh, Frank Zappa. Let's go ahead and roll the wheel. Let's spin it. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, I'm so nervous. Yeah, what's it going to be? Let's find out. All right. Spin the wheel. Spin the wheel. Spin the wheel. Oh, Zappa. Uh, stop. Okay. Well, would you look at that? It's Dog Breath in the Year of the Plague off of Uncle Meat. Why, we were just talking about Uncle Meat. That's great. Isn't that something? (laughs) Uh, All right. I I remember you covering this. uh, Was it David Holt that you had on for the episode? Yeah, Holt's a big Zappa head, and uh, I was really excited to talk about this one with him because it is one of my favorites. All right, well, let's give it a shot. Oh, man, but he was right, though. Those fans shouldn't have been able to applaud for what they liked. Well, why not? Because they were dumb. Oh, only four minutes, huh? Yeah, only four. Not too bad in terms of uh, amount of time taken. classic Zappa bullshit here. <laughs> yep. We may get a full minute of this. Naturally. Yeah. All right, we're back. Dan, first impressions of that song? You know what it reminded me of, Alex? I'm following along in the lyrics, and it reminded me when I was a kid, and yeah. my parents would take me to see the Messiah, and the, the lyrics are printed, mm-hmm. and so... You'd look and say, okay, this song only has eight lines in it. We should be out of here in no time. <laughs> and next thing you know, there's a minute and a half of marimba and <laughs> trombone. You're like, yep. I'm never going to leave this place, am I? Yeah, that song could have been any length. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I know it's cliche to compare Zappa to Handel. But, sure. Yeah. yeah, people are constantly doing it. What what really struck me about this, especially the first 30 seconds, uh, there's so much doo-wop influence. Yeah. And you can tell that there's there's a love of it. It's not like he's I, – you could tell that, that, you know, this guy grew up listening to the platters and mm-hmm. definitely loved where that was coming from. So uh, – and then it <sighs> – what the hell is going on in this song? No idea. It's uh, what, I Kukuru <laughs> Karucha. I think it's just noises. I think uh, this is a classic Zappa. This is honestly some of my favorite Zappa because he's not trying to make jokes. I hate when Zappa loves to do songs where he'll like try to make little jokes, and it's never that funny. 
sometimes just the noises can evoke something that is funny on its own. And that's kind of what I what I feel like is happening here is it's just it there's no real meaning behind it. It's meant to evoke some kind of I'm not sure. I guess vibe is the only way I can like because you're right. The lyrics are nothing. Uh it's just like going to pick up a lady, she loves to steal. Uh <laughs> It's this is a, a song for driving around in the sun. It, it, it's the I love L.A. of its time. Right. This is yeah. sort of his I love L.A. I could see this that. is just sort of uh, having a good time song. Yeah, no real. He's just like, what if we did a doo-wop thing? Yeah. Well, I like it. And you see that all over the place in his early stuff. He moves away from the doo-wop as we get into the 70s. But that, that early, uh, early Mothers is just like psychedelic rock and doo-wop. Uh, by a guy who's really smart and loves to compose. No, and then he slowly succumbs to that disease as he gets older and uh, lets it twist him. Now, did he and Captain Beefheart interact? Yes. Okay. okay. Beefheart was actually a member of the Mothers. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That there are, Yes. Yeah. It does because <laughs> Beefheart was a very similar kind of guy, uh, except that he didn't play any instruments. <laughs> and couldn't read music or write it. So he was just sort of a lunatic who uh, liked the blues more. But there are definitely, there's definitely some beef heart on these early ones. And Zappa loved to do pranks. There's one where he brought in the Royal Albert Albert Hall Orchestra and just made them play Louie Louie as loud as they could. (laughs) (laughs) And as fast as they could. It was great. Nice. <laughs> I love that kind of thing. I like um I I think that this song is fun just cuz it gets stuck in my head all the time. It's just a uh, a real hooky even though the lyrics are nonsense, the the melody is very hooky in a way that has not escaped me. I love how he's driving around in a classic car but he makes it a 39. A it's Chevy like 39. Not like he's in a 57 or anything. Right. <laughs> trying it's to good. picture what a 39 looked like. It's a funny detail that's not like, you know, writing a song called Hot Poop. <laughs> <laughs> not that I don't think that, I mean, I do kind of think that stuff is funny. I just, I, I do love the songs. I, I remember when I first got into Zappa, I tweeted, okay, so he's like the white George Clinton. He's <laughs> like a genius, but all his songs are nine minutes long, and they're all called I'm the Weird Man, and I'm here to f- <laughs> <laughs> I do um, love that about him, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's no one like him. No. No, absolutely not. Gone too soon. I think he would have come back around. I think he would have gotten cool again, is my hypothesis. Oh, yeah. He would be the most online guy. Oh, oh, God, I would love it. I and mean, he would be up there with drill. He, yeah, Oh, my God. He would have been the god of posting in, like, 2009. Just... <laughs> 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 oh. Mm, oh, well. I, <laughs> I also think he should have done movie scores. <laughs> Now that I can see, what what movie would have been better with a Zappa score? I think that first of all, any Christopher Nolan movie, right? I because... think that Danny Elfman would never have had a career if Zappa had lived. Oh, well, that'd be a shame. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. 
But I think that Zappa would have gotten all those Tim Burton gigs. Yeah, uh, yeah he, he just would have because he does similar stuff where it's all like real complicated and he loves flutes and he loves when stuff goes. Now, do you think he would have uh, do you think he would have gotten in on the Disney Renaissance? No, actually, I don't think I think that he would have been resistant to that. <laughs> See, he still strikes me as an anti-corporate guy. Oh, but if he did it ironically. Oh, he might. He might have gotten to do like, well, what what Disney Renaissance movie would they have reached out to Frank Zappa for? I mean, they would have been tail end uh, after Hercules, definitely. Um, maybe. Or, 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 or let's go before. Maybe he would have gotten to do The Nightmare Before Christmas, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But he's not a theater guy. You need to be a theater guy to write The Nightmare Before Christmas, yeah, actually, now that I think do. about it. That's that's a whole thing. Yeah. Well, we will leave that to your fans to cut. He would have done robots. Guys. He would have done the score for the movie Robots. Yes. Yes, he would have. Yeah. <laughs> he might have, have, have sneaked in something on, on Over the Hedge. He would have played a guy on Over the Hedge. They would have gotten him to play like an owl or something. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, now we're going to get into this week's cover. This week's Frank Zappa. And, uh... Dan, do you have that for us, or was it supposed to be me? No, that's supposed to be you. I, well, that's fine. I, I that's leave fine. That in your capable hands. That's absolutely fine. Let me just uh, find that real quick. I did forget to do that. One second. Let's see if let's see if this is good. This is going to be a uh, this is a cover of we've got Willie the Pimp, a cover of Willie the Pimp, off of Hot Rats by famous shithead Stevie Ray Vaughan. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You so, are kidding me. Yeah, I got this one. I decided to get this one as sort of a prank. <laughs> let's uh, let's check this out here. He's having fun. He got a pimp hat for this. He got Stevie Ray Vaughan is wearing a pimp hat for Willie the Pimp. Oh, it's called Willie the Wimp on this one, though, for some reason. So I guess this is a wimp hat. A very good friend. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, I guess Zappa didn't do it. Well, that's fine. Hmm. Wow. So is this the right song? Uh this is not what it sounds like at all. <laughs> this is terrible. What was that? <laughs> that was the worst shit in the world. I cannot believe that. Oh, absolutely criminal. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, that was called Will. That was Willie the Wimp. That was Willie the Wimp. I guess that. Uh, that's very funny. <laughs> Can't believe I messed that up so bad. Well, that's fine. Let's see. Stevie Ravon. I I lived in Austin in the late nineties, and they were still dragging his corpse out. That sucks. Saying we're the live music capital of the world. I'm like, he's been dead ten years. Yeah, you don't. Th- there's other guys too. They're, you don't have to. Fastball is here. Use fastball. Yes! They're fine. I think fastball rocks. I think the way is a great song. That deserves to be played more at supermarkets. <laughs> I think it's not played at supermarkets enough. 
I only hear it at the supermarket like once a year, and I'm always delighted. If, if you're at the supermarket and you hear time. the way, there's a 10% chance you're not going home. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, I'm stocked up. I'm driving the opposite direction. Yep, I'm getting out of here. God, that song rocks. I've, I've got one more Zappa story I've got to tell you. Please. When, uh, when Dweezil was in town five or six years ago, uh, they had a radio promotion because he was playing at the tower and i just replied jazz fart (laughs) (laughs) and they comped me two tickets (laughs) that rocks that's so good did you go no i come on there was something going on and (laughs) just just the fact that that they were good enough sports to do that so funny (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's great man that's <laughs> that, that, probably that, could have gotten backstage i <laughs> uh, probably could have but yeah. ne- never meet your heroes alex you know they tr- they do say that yeah i would have been too nervous to meet dweezil zappa you know <laughs> i don't even know what i would have said well dan i think we're just about out of time here thank you so much for doing this alex i'm i'm this means this means a lot to me that i, that I was on the show and who who you got coming up in future episodes? Any, any um, teasers you can throw out there? Well, you know, we'll see if he still wants to come on after we badmouthed him a little bit. But I was going to have Kevin Stitt on next episode uh, to, talk, oh. <laughs> to talk about It Can't Happen Here, one of his favorite Zappa songs. <laughs> um, maybe, we'll see. maybe you should hold off on releasing this until you've booked Kevin. You know what? Got That's that a really good idea. We'll uh, we'll we'll put this one out afterwards, and uh, he won't listen. He doesn't listen to this show, so that's he's, oh, he's an incredibly busy man. Alex. He's a busy man. He's got a lot of work to do governing. Do you know how much <laughs> energy it takes to keep your mouth slightly open twenty four hours a day? <laughs> a lot of energy. That's why he has to cozy up to the energy lobby. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dan, go ahead and uh, plug for our listeners where they can find you. Uh, I'm on Twitter at 15 DeLoreans. That's number one, the number mm-hmm. five, and then the cool car. The cool car. And that's probably the best place to get hold of me. I got a couple projects coming up, but nothing I'm quite ready to release. Ooh, okay. Yeah. It's one of those quarantine projects that you're like, I could have the thrill of finishing this, mm-hmm. or I could have the thrill of talking about being close to finishing it online. I can't yeah. have both. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. We'll, we'll get there. But uh, yeah, keep, keep up to date at 15 DeLoreans, and okay. that's the best way to do it. Well, perfect. Folks, thank you so much for listening to our 40th episode of Wheel of Zappa. Uh, thank you to my guest, Dan Wade. You can find us on the internet at Wheel of Zappa, wherever it can be found. Uh, listen to the podcast wherever podcasts are sold, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, things like that. I can be found on Twitter at Sirius Sanchez. And uh, until next time, uh, call any vegetable. <laughs> it's Wheel of Zappa! Zappa!